And we're back. Whoa, it's been so long. A week, about. Yeah, I think so. Well, hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast. Um, well, two thirds of it. Most most of it. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. Yes. Uh, and Jake is not here due to Hurricane Ida. Jake is currently a little displaced, but he's safe and well. And uh, we encourage all of you, uh, if you have the means to to donate to Ida Relief Charities, we have links to them on our social media. Follow us on at uh, Tough Cut Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and you can find some of those links there. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a huge curated list of um, really, really good resources uh, pulled together by people from the affected regions. Um, so, you know, I'm sure they will appreciate any and all help. Um, and hopefully sooner rather than later, we can, can get back to regularly scheduled programming with all three members of the Tough Cut. But until then, Matt and I will be coming at you with uh, some some interesting bonus episodes that we're kind of coming up with on the spot. Uh, our first <laughs> one is going to be a little preamble into our team up uh, bracket. Matt, do you want to tell our audience what we're doing today? Yeah. So our next upcoming bracket is a team up bracket, you know groups of of unwitting unlikely or maybe likely friends come together to bring the team and take down whatever antagonist is in their way bring the um, team do the thing exactly however we feel that that that's a little stale universes are created <laughs> with these teams in mind uh, so instead we decided what about unlikely pairings from different universes coming together. And um, y- you can't get more <laughs> unlikely than what we're doing because Matt and I each picked a movie without letting the other person know what movie we're, we're doing. Uh, and so each of us is the expert in one of these movies. Uh, and we're just going to have to use our grubby little paws to mash these movies together. Yeah. Uh, so I can start. Go for it. The movie that I picked was Osmosis Jones. Released in 2001, (laughs) (laughs) directed by Bobby and Peter Farrelly. Uh, This follows uh, a white blood cell who's uh, a a detective, a cop, uh, trying to stop a virus from killing Bill Murray. I feel like it's a good movie for this concept because we can literally just mash Osmosis Jones inside the body of whoever is our lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it also, uh, just opens the door for a lot of bodily humor. Uh, and that's always pretty funny. <laughs> so Matt, uh, what movie did you pick? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> well, I, I came ready with two, um, prepared to flex myself, um, into whatever position I needed based on what you picked. Um, and I think <laughs> unfortunately I have, <laughs> no idea uh which of these is better so so i might might just cop out and say both and we'll we'll see what happens from there okay <laughs> see, see what see what you think um may fit better here so the first one um we we've got the these these squad of kids known only by one name the goonies mm. Mm. you know they they are they are plucky um they're problem solvers ready to take on whatever comes their way alternatively on the other hand uh we've got the olympic coven uh from the twilight movies 
uh, that being the Cullen family. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So here's my dilemma, Matt. Go for it. Here's my dilemma. I recently watched all of the twilight movies, uh, mm-hmm. and they're awful and would be very fun to talk about, but I mm-hmm. don't know how to connect them to as Osmos- as most osmosis Jones. Exactly. Alternatively, I've never seen the Goonies, which makes <laughs> it a very interesting idea, but also possibly disastrous. So alternative, make it fit a little bit better. We take the 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 foundational pieces of the Olympic co- the Olympic coven, uh, that being Carlisle and Edward, and we do a little bit of alternate history fixing here non-vampire edward before this is a prequel this is a prequel Mm. to twilight (laughs) um so carlisle still vampire edward not vampire edward not vampire jones maybe not vampire yet maybe it happens during the during our plot for this team up movie we're making i think we're already in it this is it this is it (laughs) this is a twilight prequel where carlisle teams up with osmosis jones okay um okay now in in the spirit of uh getting ourselves kicked off we decided hey it might be hard to just mash two movies together and we don't really know what's going on we don't know what the other movie's going to be so we decided we were going to use an online villain generator uh to mm-hmm. to spur some ideas to get us started uh and this way we can we can fit the plot now we actually have more of a plot than i expected going into this so we might have to mold our villains but uh i think what we're so, really doing here j- just getting a high level concept high level concept wh- why'd the villain make edward sick uh and and what what did mm-hmm. the villain hope to gain from it so we know what osmosis jones and carlisle are really stopping yeah yeah. So we're we're using generatorfun.com slash evil dash villain dash generator uh, for any of you who Only want to play the, along at home. <laughs> Only the best sources here at the Tough Cut. <laughs> so, okay. All, all of the villains uh, are, are given a name, an evil plot, and a cause of death, which is convenient for us. It seems this generator just has a list of words that it mashes together. Um, it, yeah. it plays a lot with the world supply of, of a variety of things. Um, so I'll, I'll give you this first one. Uh, the villain is Count Ottfried Rausenoff. Uh, his evil plot mm-hmm. is to steal Russia. Uh, ah. And the cause of death is torn apart by ballerinas. Um, hmm. I, can... I don't know. I, I think we could we could mash this in. Uh, maybe Edward holds the key to Russia and, and uh, Rosanov is <laughs> my, my, one of, one of my concerns, early 1900s, Chicago, where, where Edward was turned, presumably oh, he was living in Chicago. Twilight? Do you have the details of, of what I we're have the given? Details. Okay, okay. I have the details. Um, you know, how does one young Edward Anthony Mason get to Russia? You know? Is this is this a high minded plot? Like, is this a a world saving romp? I've never seen Osmosis Jones, so I I can't. (laughs) Seems like he saves a guy from getting sick. No, I haven't. It's pretty good. Um, So, you know, you're that that seems like a a very formidable foe. But I think all of these uh, evil villains we generate will be uh, highly formidable. You know? Yeah. These um, it seems like, okay. I'm going to read some of the evil plots. 
possess the world's supply of pets, steal all nuclear warheads, steal the world's supply of sofas, destroy the world's supply of mm. beer, possess the world's oxygen mm-hmm. supply. So he just wants to own all the oxygen. Hey, capitalism, that could be a uh, a good, I don't know how that it fits a good villain. necessarily with uh, uh, Osmosis Jones and Edward, but um, destroy know, man, Japan. But I like the idea. Um, <laughs> Which, given the given the timeline, um, wow, may have changed the course of history as we know it. True, true. Nineteen eighteen, and coming up in the first world war, and you know, not long to the second one. Yeah, steal I, the what moon. Was the, the okay, steal, uh, Mister uh, Josie Conring. Steal the moon. I think we can. I. I think we can do something. We with can that. work with that. Maybe it's something about werewolves too. There could we be can, werewolves. Can. Osmosis Jones, is he just small all the time or can he change size? Well, is he I mean, always he, inside your body or can he come out? He can come out of the body, but he's always a tiny cell. Like he he is just a white oh. blood cell. Um, but he has a cool jacket oh. and a goatee uh, and also oh. a gun. <laughs> huh. But he he okay. is just a tiny white blood cell. I, I'm so Alex. Really trying to <laughs> think on uh uh, where, how, how, what kind of, oh, so, so oh, it easy. would be, it would be a dual story type of thing. I think, you know, we've got Carlisle combating Edward from the outside. Edward has Spanish influenza <laughs> <laughs> and Osmosis Jones is there to help. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Carlisle realized. So, okay. Oh, the Wait. villain, the Spanish Wait. influenza can be like a conquistador kind of thing, like coming into Edward's body. Re, re, rethinking this. We're going to do a little, little bit of revisionist history, I think with, with with twilight carlisle knowing that edward is is likely to die has but one option he has to call in a favor from an old friend (laughs) osmosis jones to fight the spanish influenza from the inside while he a doctor from the 16th century fights it from the outside 17th century great love it and somehow the moon comes into things so I think I think maybe uh, this this evil villain generator possibly is is putting us on the wrong track. Um, it's putting an okay, element of okay. chaos that we can't control uh, in something we, where we we already we have should, a solid foundation. There, th- we we should the villain generator is big scope, and this needs to be an intimate personal tale. Yeah, this is yeah. like a a kind of father a, a surrogate father story um, with Osmosis Jones, right. Osmosis Jones and because, and Carlisle uh, Edwards two dads. Yeah, well, I think that that's just um, that's oh, just and true. then you can play in because Edwards got a human dad too. So it's like this this sick boy with three dads. Uh, what what's he gonna do? Ooh, what dad is <laughs> Edwards gonna time, choose? Alex at the and end I had a bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> the secret we, we, theme of our bonus episodes will. is lots of dads. <laughs> is dads? Um, so okay. So I think we start. Mm-hmm. How does Edward get the Spanish flu? Because in Osmosis Jones, Bill Murray gets the secret deadly virus because he eats an, uh, a hard-boiled egg that a chimpanzee was eating. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> it, it's pretty fun that nice. you've never seen Osmosis Jones because I'll just throw little bits here and there. And so you'll like slowly start to formulate what you think this movie is uh pretty exciting um so so how do you think uh edward edward gets sick so how how married are we to the the concept of choosing your dad's story 
of choosing between three dads because it could be that the the Spanish influenza ravaged Edward's family. Oh, maybe he's the last and he one. He is left. now left without. He's, he's left dad-less. without dad. And it's then story that's, of that's where dad <laughs> found surrogate father. Exactly. Who um, I want to throw a little piece of trivia out there for uh, anyone who is a big Twilight fan that uh, doesn't <laughs> know more than I do, because I am not the biggest Twilight fan. Um, they're pretty fun to watch, though. Uh, Carlisle was 23 um, when he was turned into a vampire. So that man, that visage, that's a 23 year old. Wow. He does not look 23. <laughs> Although the funny part is that all yeah. of the the kids uh, do look twenty three. <laughs> yeah. Well, Edward, as we know, is seventeen. How long has he been seventeen? A while. <laughs> <laughs> I can quote basically that whole scene. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think ravaged family. Edward left um, left alone. A 17-year-old boy who had high-minded dreams and ambitions left bedridden with a family killed by the Spanish influenza. Carlisle comes to comes now, to him. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. How, how does Carlisle find Edward? You know, because if it's the Spanish flu, plenty of people sick, plenty of people dying. What brings Carlisle specifically to Edward? Is it the fact that his, his whole family is gone? He's all alone? So I think we've got two options. You know, what if, what if there's a scene... Uh, Edward is is sick, but his whole family's dead. So he's out in the street trying to get food for himself, trying to fend for himself. He you know, is rummaging through trash cans, uh, goes into a back alley and wouldn't wouldn't you know it? There's an egg. There's some guys there and they start <laughs> <there's> an <egg. laughs> and, and Edward's going to eat the egg and Carlisle slaps it out of his hands like, no, that's bad. That's bad egg. Come with me. Yeah, that, that uh, egg. And Carlisle <laughs> takes him under his wing. The egg would have turned Edward into Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> it would have been a very different Twilight if Edward was played by Bill Murray. It would have been a whole thing. That would have been pretty fun. Um, yeah, and then just after that, you you see the camera still was still on the alley. Say a, a, <laughs> a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and and a a in a, a, a chimpanzee presumably used in some kind of experimentation before there was proper um, ethical review swings down from the Chicago, uh, you know, rooftops grabs the egg and runs off. And then it pans <laughs> up and you see the same hospital that I don't know, Bill Murray ends up in and, <laughs> and on Fuzz's Jones. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, so he does end up in a hospital and I don't know if, if you pulled that out of your ass or if that was just, uh, I, figured if he has white blood cell guy and he's really (laughs) sick that he's probably in a hospital (laughs) is osmosis jones um was osmosis jones produced inside of bill murray's body or is he like put in to like as a special agent no no osmosis jones is inside of bill murray's body and then david hyde pierce plays um uh, a pill that he he takes that uh is um so osmosis jones is like the like rookie disgraced cop and uh, David Hyde Pierce plays Drix, um, and he's like a by the books, a recent like uh, academy graduate pill. Uh, so it's like classic and like '90s cop movie. Oh my but god! It's inside Bill Murray's body. So <laughs> I think that means there there are two. Because okay, we we've got we've got Edward and Carlisle's hands. Clearly, Carlisle can can tell he's very sick. This is, you know, a bit of revisionist history. I think I think Carlisle doesn't want to 
turn Edward into a vampire if he doesn't have to. Um, right. I think Carlisle in a in a twist from Osmosis Jones, he injects Osmosis Jones into Edward. I agree. Uh, so it's like playing with that story. So like Osmosis Jones is the new kid in Edward. Mm-hmm. Um, Gr- grizzled, grizzled veteran of I, I don't know what to call that process of fighting, being a white blood cell fighting a grizzled, grizzled, grizzled veteran osmosis jones inside <laughs> 17 year old edward Cullen. rough and gruff okay so you get where how is osmosis jones <laughs> yeah where how, does he come from um, how does I carlisle think, know him i think it is unexplained i think unexplained. carlisle has a vial uh that is just like a glowing blue vial in a syringe uh and it's in a case that says do not use unless emergency <laughs> So I and it's one of those things where he like shatters the glass, pulls it out, injects it right into Edward's chest, does the whole thing. And you see it like swirling. It suddenly switches to cartoon animation uh, as as this like blue liquid gels down into uh, Edward's heart. Uh, And there's Osmosis Jones. Can Carlisle and Osmosis Jones communicate? (laughs) (laughs) Carlisle's vampire powers give him the ability to communicate with Edward's blood. Okay, sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? So we get these we get these great scenes of Carlisle whispering into Edward's veins, just like pulls up his wrist and is just like it looks like he's going to bite it and then he's just like Jones, where are we with this? <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um so mm-hmm. now now Everything's set. The, the rising action has the pieces have fallen into place. Um, Bill Murray got sick from the egg. Osmosis Jones has been put inside of Edward. Um, Carlisle saved him. So what? Okay. Okay. So wh- what about this? Because we have to give the virus a face, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the Splan- Spanish flu. What's mm-hmm. more Spanish than conquistadors, right? So Spain. what if there's a family of conquistadors? Yeah, right. Spain. A family of conquistadors. Uh, and that's, these are the faces of the people that Osmosis and Carlisle have to defeat uh, in order to save Edward. Okay. And so there's like, we got, <gasps> it's like the, the three bears. So there's like Mama Bear, Papa, Mama Conquistador, Papa Conquistador, and Little Kid Conquistador. And as, as the, the, the movie progresses, we, you know, there's this dual narrative element and, you know, Carlos performing medicine, Osmosis Jones is fighting from the inside out, but they slowly realize that this isn't just a regular case of the Spanish flu. There's a reason it tore and ravaged so quickly through the Cullen or not Cullen family through Edwards family, uh, pre Cullen is because there's magic involved. There's some kind of being that, uh, that magic flu that put the magic flu. So Carlisle then must have an action adventure piece where, um, he is taking on the oh, real oh, world element. It's witches. It's witches. Uh, Edward's family, uh, wronged an evil witch and the witch put a curse on his family. Ed- Edward's father was a lawyer. That gives a really easy reason. <laughs> he, he sent one of the witches <laughs> to prison. They got very mad. So yeah, they put yeah, a great. death curse on his family. <laughs> So Carla has to go fight witches while Osmosis Jones is taking out the Spanish flu. Incredible. And, and it does list telepathy um, under. Oh, this is Edward. I'm fucking stupid. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Yeah. Go into some more of the where uh, the, the vampire powers. What powers does Carlisle have? 
Um, cause I, I remember th- like they all have their own power, but I not, don't remember Carlisle having a specific well, power. Is it just knowledge every, and medicine? Not every vampire has a super special power. I'm pretty sure. Wow. So Carlisle really got the short end of the stick, huh? My, my understanding. <laughs> um, let me wait. I want to pull this up on the, on the twilight, uh, fandom wiki. Um, because I, I read this, um, a little while ago cause I just think so much of it is so funny. Um, one of his abilities <laughs> You know, he's got his vampire abilities. Um, the Which one under, is, it? is this? Edward? This is Carlisle. This is Carlisle. Okay. They just list basic vampire abilities and then they list something else as like, this is his the chief thing Carlisle is capable of doing that make him special. <laughs> and it just says exceptional self-control, uh, <laughs> which I think is so funny. Hey, that's true. <laughs> yeah. He, he that, turned a lot a of people, he, um, you know, didn't drink all their blood and kill them. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true. I think, too, something we have to keep in mind as we weave this narrative, what about what Osmosis Jones does inside of Edward leads to the the um, production of his uh, incredible powers, you know, like because I think this movie has to it's a prequel to Twilight, right? So it has Mm -hmm. to end with Carlisle turning him into a vampire. So so what about what Osmosis Jones does? leads to like his special vampire powers and that's mm-hmm. something we can keep in mind as as we go forward okay okay yeah, yeah. what well, are his, edward's powers the, he is he's, it, he is it's not telekinesis it's tel- uh, telepathy telepathic okay yeah that's he can okay. read so he can read all those minds but he can't read bella's because she's so special her vampire power manifests when she's human yeah yeah because she's which is so uh, fucking yeah. stupid <laughs> oh god what a dumb dumb i love those movies it's It's not like edward as a human being could read minds like why does (laughs) it's so stupid did you did you watch the last one breaking dawn part two Mm -hmm. yeah i've seen it i've seen seen all of them honestly the like twist ending during that fight is definitely (laughs) the best thing in the series and possibly one of the best twists uh i've ever seen so I saw Breaking Down Part Two before Part One, but I already, you know, ba- basically puts itself <laughs> together. Whatever, I, you figure it out pretty fast. Like what happened in the first part, they got married. You know, whatever. I don't know if we're spoiling Twilight Although now, but I we do might. Think, I do think it's a little bit of a change. Oh yeah, spoiler warnings for Twilight, all Twilights and Osmosis Jones. It's so funny in, in my mind that you went from like whatever the the third movie is straight to Breaking Dawn Part 2 because all of a sudden she's a vampire. Uh, Taylor Lautner is in love with their daughter. Like, <laughs> the, you, you figure the fucking math out so pretty much. fast. Like, I, I'm not joking. You figure it out pretty quick. You're like, okay, she got turned. They got married. They had a baby. Baby's half human. Jacob's in love with it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's not that much happens in breaking down part one like a lot of plot things happen but like it's it doesn't and then when i watch breaking down part one they dedicate like an hour to a wedding they like posture yeah. about the the werewolves fighting with the cullens for a while and then Wait, the, they have the baby on. is is breaking down part one just the godfather an hour-long wedding scene talking about like turf wars mm. Yeah, probably wow. inspired by it. Stephanie Meyer is such a Corrupt genius. Corrupt vampire government. She's, yeah. Which, crazy, Carlisle was once part of the Volturi. I know. Which is I so cool. I saw that part in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, you watched all the movies recently. I think that's so cool. <laughs> um, and I think, okay, this is last little thing on Just Twilight before we get back to the plot <laughs> we're pitching. Um, I think it's so crazy that it seems like 
particularly Edward and Carlisle, have so much more interesting stuff happen outside of the movies. Like, Carlisle had this whole, like, <laughs> several hundred year long life. He's part of the Volturi. He's, like, saving lives across the world as a vampire doctor. That sounds fucking sweet. Um, and then you've got Edward yeah. who, like, dying gets turned into a vampire and then decides to, you know, exercise his hunt and death on, like, serial killers and rapists. That sounds like a fucking Kicks sweet ass. revenge film. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. Um, but instead, we get uh, super cool Bella Swan. <laughs> um, yeah. And Teenage yeah. Angst. He's been 17 Lots for a while. Angst. The like two hours of the <laughs> second movie when she's just like upset staring at a wall. The, the fact that they um, like they've only been dating for like a couple of months and Edward runs away and is going to kill himself and they literally like only they've been dating for well, a few like okay Matt Matt he is 17 that is true that is true <laughs> Romeo and Juliet they did both they they ended up both dead and they're spoilers you know, for Romeo and Juliet, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay okay uh so where where were we in this story um, uh Carlisle's fighting witches yeah well it, you 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 were asking something needs to bring about Edward's special power. Right. Um, right. So part of I, the fight I, between Osmosis Jones and the Conquistadors, I feel like has to be in the brain. Mm, mm. Which th- there's, there's this really cool, I'm like, I can imagine the, the goofy animated scene where they're like hiding behind the creases in his brain, shooting at each other. <laughs> Just so that actually so doesn't like, happen. Like, so in Osmosis Jones, oh. um, inside Bill Murray's body, Bill Murray plays a character named Frank. Mm-hmm. And so inside his body is called the city of Frank. And so it's uh, like an urban sprawl where you'll have like his brain is like uh, the town hall and that's where the mayor so this, works. So, um, so it, it's essentially there's just city and city. So that's just it's it's dual storytelling, just like Godfather Part Two. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Osmosis Jones is just the Godfather Part Two. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, so. Uh, the the villain I don't know how the Spanish flu works, but the villain in Osmosis Jones made itself uh-huh. look like the common cold. Uh, and then it p- took part of his DNA and tried to run away. Uh, and that's so how the I think, villain virus did, did, did. Bull so Ray I think Sp- this um, death curse, this <laughs> looks like the Spanish flu. So we oh. know it's deadly, <laughs> but then they have a secret agenda of they wanted to kill everyone and then take control of Edward as like a, um, a puppet. you know, like a magic puppet. Yeah. Ah, I like that. I like that. So the, the virus looks like they're conquistadors, but it's actually black magic. Yes, exactly. And so there's this sweet thing where he's already super, super sick. So Osmosis Jones gets into Edward's body in his city. It's become like a totalitarian, like fascist state where they're like slowly Ooh. destroying and rebuilding it in the image of the, you know, the, the puppet they're trying to create. Um, so there's, you know, like this there. there yeah, it, I can. It just so Osmosis like, Jones need to needs to lead an uprising within Edward's body. I was imagining almost kind of like an escape from New York kind of thing. Oh, that's pretty fun. He gets in and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, I can't save this guy. I just need to get out. And then it builds up to some kind of heroic sacrifice. But Edward's body is still, you know, maybe maybe Osmosis Jones sacrifices himself to, like, d- destroy the last of the the creatures inside of Edward. 
So he um, won't turn into a puppet, but he's still going to die. And that's when Carlisle saves him. Carlisle turns him. Yeah. And, and there's this like really heartfelt conversing between Carlisle and Osmosis Jones of like, this is what has to happen. And that's why Carlisle <laughs> turns him to save him is because Osmosis Jones gets, you know, kind of to drift inside of Edward. Osmosis Jones can live on uh, within Edward as a vampire. That's why he has the telepathy. Oh, because here's how here's how Osmosis Jones saves Edward from the, the fake conquistadors. They're fighting in the brain. Uh, the conquistador is trying to pull the switch, turn Edward into the puppet that they've created. Osmosis Jones mm-hmm. is fighting him. The only way that Osmosis Jones can stop the conquistador is by pulling the Harry Potter. Let's finish this how we started it together. Throw themselves off the ledge. Hit straight Spoilers into the nervous system. Spoilers for Harry Potter. <laughs> Deathly Hallows Part 2. <laughs> um, they uh, land in the, the uh, nervous system. Get electrocuted. And Osmosis Jones. The, the conquistador melts away. But Osmosis Jones lasts just long enough. For his his mind to meld with Edwards, and that's where the, the telepathy yeah. comes in. Hell, Hell yeah! yeah. And so, maybe there's so what this, is Carlisle? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Go, go, no, 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 no. You go, you go. What is Carlisle doing with the witches? Is he just going to so like I, straight up murder these witches? <laughs> I, I think that so you have this dual story set up where the the rising action is building up to Osmosis Jones. Um, being in the body, you know, coming into the body. Then you have this turning point where Osmosis Jones realizes, hey, this isn't just a body on the brink of destruction. There's something else happening here. Um, they come to realize that there's this death curse put on them, that there's magic involved, of of which Carlisle then Carlisle's story switches from like a like the he's, you know, this kind of secondary role to Osmosis Jones in that first piece. It switches mm-hmm. his story to like a like a, a investigative thriller where he's tracking mm. down these witches um, as they are tearing their way through Chicago. So there's okay. like this. Do you think in, the witches you know, have other victims and he has to like do the detective work of like what connects all these people? <laughs> and then he realizes it was Edward's father was their lawyer. <laughs> 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 it was all the all the characters who were in char- uh, involved in <gasps> one court case, uh, and it was the yes. jury members. And then Edward's father was the lawyer. Yes, it, it it was the the like the jury, maybe some of the witnesses. They were all people that contributed to to the sentencing of one of the members of the witches' coven, um, and thus they're exacting their revenge across it. Huh. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh. And then Edward's dad being a lawyer and like the the uh, the witches like trying to like get revenge on the people who were like doing justice is what drives him then to like go on the killing spree of like killing criminals and like, you know, doing that stuff because he's like, my father did the law and now I will take the law into my own two hands. My (laughs) father did the law. Yeah. Heck yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Vigilante Edward. I, I, I like this. I think that there are there are great bones here. Yeah, yeah. What what else? I mean, we've basically got it. I know this we're only thirty minutes in, but I mean this this seems like it it's really coming together. Um and checks the boxes. Unlikely to so of course up. it ends go, go ahead. Of course it ends with Carlisle turning Edward in a last ditch sacrifice to save Osmosis Jones. Mm-hmm. Do we think this is setting up a series? <laughs> uh, it's called Twilight. <laughs> Like not, I guess not the Twilight oh, so this series. Is a, a prequel, Do we think this is setting trilogy. up a, right? Mm. So where, what do you think that next movie is? I mean, it it's got the bones already of Edward 
solving crimes, eating criminals. And but may, maybe so there there are, I think, two major plot points to hit here, because if this is going to prequel up the Twilight at some point in that period, I don't remember exactly when Esme was turned, but presumably that's going to, you know, that's going to happen only a couple. So I think that's one of the major events here. Esme gets turned. Then you also have, again, revisionist history. We're filling in the gaps um, and writing something better than Stephanie Meyer ever could. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I think you have that. And then maybe Carlisle, you know, Ed- Edward, Edward took the 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 viciousness Carlisle displayed against the witches as like a as like a go ahead of like I can I can too exact justice where it's necessary. And Carlisle's like, no, you've been misguided. You know, so there's this pulling him back to the the righteous path of there are other ways we can bring about good in the world. You know, look at me. I'm a vampire doctor. He's like the wise teacher. Mm-hmm. Wise, wise teacher and vampire doctor. Uh, and then Edward is just a 17 year old vampire filled with mm-hmm. rage, uh, wants to, to enact revenge on the world doing what he thinks is, is right and good about who he thinks he is, but he doesn't know. And presumably, um, I God. Googled twilight history to try and get a better, a better idea of the, twi- uh, the timeline. Mm-hmm. So of course the history of twilight, the book series, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. The, the second thing Google gave me was a people also ask. And then it listed a couple, a couple questions. Okay. The first question. Is Twilight a real story? <laughs> I think so. Wait, the real story behind Twilight. Bella invented Edward and all the other characters. Sure. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I guess you can you can make up whatever Thus, you want. A vampire could drink her blood and solve her health needs, while a vampire could solve her emotional needs because Bella is so alone. What the heck? What the hell am I reading? Uh, people's fan theories about Twilight and how Stephanie Meyer is a better writer than everyone thinks. <laughs> Harry Potter versus Twilight exclamation point. The true story behind Twilight. What? What is this? I don't know, man. The real story behind Twilight. The references to how she's so pale, her irregular heartbeat, and all the weird stuff about her breathing were all hints to the truth. Bella is a sickly, lonely girl trapped in a hospital. To keep herself occupied, she invented a fictional world with a perfect boyfriend and lots of friends. Edward is a vampire because Bella has a condition called polycythemia vera. Uh Uh-huh. It's a disease that causes the victim to create too many red blood cells. Mm -hmm. Her last thought is of her perfect fake boyfriend. Mind blown. Wow. I don't know what Harry Potter has to do with this. I don't know, but that is a can of worms I don't really want to open. (laughs) So something alarming. Uh Uh-huh. Carlisle met Esme when she was 16. Okay. Honestly, you're going to have to remind me. Which one is Esme? Is that his wife? That's his wife. Or is that one of the daughters? That's his wife. She's okay. the the second one turned in the in the co- in the coven, the Olympic coven. Okay. Um, he met her when she was sixteen, and then later goes on to make her his vampire uh, fake mommy wife to all his kids, all his vampire kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I don't know, man. Um, that strikes. It's, it's a little creepy. Yeah, it's it's a very creepy. Um, so we won't include that in our movie. Um, revisionist history. He never treated her when she was 16. This is just, a, uh, a, yeah. A, revisionist history. She's just 23, just like him. <laughs> well, she, she was turned <laughs> when she was older. Um, but they met. Right. And then meet again later. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to ignore We're going to ignore yeah, that we, part. We, we, we push uh, past that because that's, I don't know. Kind of weird. weird thing to include. Like why even, why even put that in there? I don't, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't know why it was included huh. in the novels. I don't think it really serves a purpose. It seems it's yeah. well, Esme never forgot the kind doctor with whom she had gotten along with so well. So it explains Da-da. why <laughs> she likes him when she's a vampire, I guess. Yeah. 
I guess so. Which you could just write some genuine romantic chemistry you know. alternatively. No, no, impossible. You, they were fated to be together. I mean, it's this is the same author who had a guy go, damn, I'm going to marry that baby. <laughs> <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, so, true, true, true. I, I think Esme, I, I, um, I think she's a romantic subplot. The second movie. I think the the core of our story mm-hmm. is a continuation of the the kind of choosing your father motif from the first film, um, and it's it's Carlisle trying to bring Edward back, like bring the reins of his his unbridled desire to to bring about justice back on track. So hear me out. I okay. think the whole movie, you've got Carlisle trying to talk to Edward, trying to calm him down, stop him from going on murderous rampages. Mm-hmm. You've got Edward enraged trying to understand who he is, what he is. Um, he, he is for all intents and purposes broken, uh, mm-hmm. throughout the movie, Edward, you hear his conscience uh, <gasps> and it, it says, you don't have to do this. You can help people. You can, you can be kind be good. And Edward interprets that as kill the criminals. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the movie, it's revealed that this voice that Edward has been hearing is osmosis Jones still alive, still kicking in Edward's brain. And mm-hmm. this leads us into the, the conclusion to the, the actual twilight movies. Oh, the, okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the conclusion to the trilogy where osmosis Jones, um, is still in Edward, but becomes infected. Mm. And osmosis Jones is trying to turn Edward into a puppet so he can take control. And Carlisle has to destroy his once best friend. Wow. That would be heartbreaking. What what is Osmosis Jones's mo- uh, motivation, though? Maybe when he, I think he Osmosis Jones uh, is is split from Osmosis Jones saves Edward in the second movie mm-hmm. by splitting off from his brain and removing the murderous part from Edward uh, that that caused him so much mm-hmm. pain. So Edward is now good, fine, happy person. Mm-hmm. But Osmosis Jones is there and he's got Edward's sickness inside. And it, it's the the last remnants of the the dark magic. From, from when he destroyed the uh, last still, of the conceded it like splattered and mixed into his own being. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Okay. And then the third movie, they got to kill Osmosis Jones. And it's it's heartbreaking. But there's there's this like final climactic moment where um, you. Okay. Well, here, here's a clarification. Do we think they kill him from the outside or do we think we make Carlisle tiny and put him inside? <laughs> it's got to be tiny Carlisle. It's got to be tiny uh, Carlisle. Um, <laughs> yeah, Osmosis. So it's like, there, okay, there's another vampire character. Uh, there's another vampire child that they have that they don't talk about in Twilight at all. And their power is they can grow and shrink things. Yeah. And then over the course of the movie, after they, it's too much stress um, bringing Carlisle back to normal size, uh, and that vampire dies, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but they exist for this movie. Um, it's the craziest thing. They also had a secondary power that erases everyone's memory um, of their existence. So when they die, they they left only happy memories of you know their absence. Um, so okay, we have we have. And what was their name? Bella. Whoa, that's futures telling that's what that's why edward has such a strong connection to bella or it's because it's actually it's it's uh beauregard the the male bella swan and the gender swapped version that (laughs) stephanie meyer wrote to cash in on some easy money beauregard goose (laughs) (laughs) okay so so you have this 
flipping of the first film where it's osmosis in Carlisle out. Now you have osmosis trying to come out, you know, take over Edward and Carlisle going in. So there's this cool, you know, return to the kind of parallel stories piece um, as Edward is becoming increasingly like agitated, irritable and kind of despondent. And Carlisle is rip roaring his way um, (laughs) through (laughs) the the new version of um, Edward's in body city through Edward's vampire bloodstream. Ooh, which is a totally different kind of like cool, cool thing. Cool city. Heck yeah. (laughs) So they had like fascist dictatorship in the first one's body as it was being taken over by the witches. What what's going on here? It's a cool vampire city. What is it like? Grungy vampire LA. Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) Just lots of traffic. Well, I yeah. mean, no one's got anywhere to be in vamp- because they live forever. Oh, you know, yeah. so they can sit in traffic. Okay, here's a question. So a lot of the humor in Osmosis Jones is about uh, Bill Murray uh, farting, burping, pooping, sneezing. Um, nice. Do vampires? So vampires just drink blood. They don't really eat. Do they poop? I don't think so. Do vampires go poo poo? I don't I don't think so edward cullen gonna take a dookie <laughs> i mean he might if you if you, you force him he, to he gonna make a dookie and do you think the fact that they so this is something i've always thought about you know they they die they remain they maintain their i don't know their skin becomes cold because blood's not circulated it's not staying warm it's you know your dead body do you think the because frequently when you when your body dies your muscles release you know dead people will poop themselves <laughs> do vampires poop themselves when they get turned I think um, if they if they die, they poop themselves. But if they get turned, their body starts to poop. And then once they're turned, it like scoops it back up. So it like <laughs> it's like a I'm a vampire now. Nothing's coming out of me. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, <laughs> like sucks it back in. Nice. Uh, what are we going to call call this trilogy? Hmm. Um, so the, the Twilight movies, of course, go through the 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 moon phase. OK, it's sunset. Then it's nighttime and then there's the moon is eclipsed and then and it's the next day uh, the sunrise. Uh-huh. So then should this be it's a prequel. So it has to lead up to twilight. So is it like, OK, it's morning and then <laughs> lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> the one where he's eating people is lunchtime. Uh, and then the and last then one and then it's, is it's like evening. So it's time to be put to sleep and they're killing Osmosis Jones. So putting them laying well, I was in the just desserts because it's oh. like revenge. That works too. But I think that Car- I think Carlisle feels bad about what he has to do because it was once his friend. Oh. And then like the good part of Osmosis Jones that is still inside of him is like tearfully like do it. You you have to kill me, Carlisle, or I'm going to kill yeah. our son. And when he says our son, Carlisle <laughs> realizes what relationship they had with Edward. A tale of two dads and has to put him down. Yeah. Edward. Wow. <laughs> That's a joke. Um, that was a dumb joke. <laughs> uh, cut that out. I don't know, man. Um, okay. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so what is it? It's what's the first one going to be? Um, so I, I think that you're you're I think there's like a waking up. It's like the the you know, the the so I, maybe this is like it's it's sleep rather than the day. Mm. So it's like waking up. You, you have the the birth of this new relationship. Um Edward coming to into to vampirism, Carlisle trying everything he can to not have to do that. Um, so what if it's just called rise? Because then Ooh. it's like sunrise, but also just like 
rising out of the grave. Like oh, I think there's a lot good. of good. That's a lot of good. good. So rise. And then okay. the second one, we've got the rampage. Maybe if maybe you've got like rise, awake, and sleep or dream or something, because like Edward coming to into new awareness, he is finally awake after mm-hmm. having been, I don't know, trying to keep it with the yeah, yeah, this, I like this that. Or what about like parallel structure, you know? Waking Ooh. waking something. What about uh uh waking yawn? <laughs> Cause because yawns are like sleeping and it rhymes with breaking dawn. Yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's perfect. You could literally can't do better than that. Um, and, yeah, it, yeah, you know, perfect, and, perfect you, movie title. and when you, you have a waking yawn, like you're waking up and you yawn, you shake it off pretty quick and then uh, you're finally awake. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Edward must shake off his murderous um, v- vigilantism. Right, right. It's the metaphors. They go deep. They do they go deep. Uh, just like Osmosis Jones, so the last one. deep inside the body. <laughs> so this last one, Osmosis Jones is back uh, worse than ever. Uh, he's big bad. And Carlisle's a uh, little, little Carlisle. What's this one called? <laughs> um, you look like you've, you're stewing on something. <laughs> well, the only thing I can think of is calling it bedtime. Um, but I feel like that's not a great name. <laughs> Rise, bedtime. waking yawn, and bed, bedtime. Uh, sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. Go to bed. Tucked in. <laughs> Tucked in is pretty good. Uh, lights out. Ooh, the, yeah, because it it has the the sleepy time connotation, but also it's kind of like a heavier. Yeah, get yeah, like yeah, lights out. I like lights out. Nice. I think we created the perfect prequel trilogy. Yeah, this is it. All right, audience, stay tuned uh, for us to produce our Twilight prequel trilogy. Uh, rise, uh, a waking yawn, and lights out. They'll be coming to your coming to your eyes and ear holes eventually. As, as soon as we get the rights to all of the Twilight movies. <laughs> um. So stay tuned, folks. The exclusive prequel rights. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's it. We don't know when Jake will be back. Uh, we don't know uh, what our next bonus episode will be, but there probably will be an episode next week. So yeah. stay tuned. S- stick with us. Um, if you're enjoying the these uh, ramshackle bonus content with Alex and Matthew, um, <laughs> let us know. And if you have something you want to see from us, uh, Please let us know. We yeah, we need ideas. <laughs> send it our way on social media at Tough Cut Pod, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have a letterbox that we posted a bunch of reviews on recently. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, please consider uh, if you have the the means uh, donating to Ida Relief. You can find information for that on our uh, uh, social media as well. If if you've been pers- and if you've been personally affected um, by the storm in any of its forms, stay strong. We wish you well. Hope you are safe with that. We will hopefully see you next week. It feels weird to tell a joke to end this with. Yeah. Uh, We we hope we see you next week and we hope you enjoyed listening. We're the Tough Cut Podcast. Bye. Bye. I'm going to yarf osmosis. Is that that anything? I don't know.